This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 656 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by EQ Ready Records, records management services for busy horse people. Check them out today at eqreadyrecords.com. Hello, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from the Dressage Radio Show, episode number 159, with Reese Kofler-Stanfield and Kat Whittlack. The New England Dressage Association provides this tip via Heidi Jo Hari-Gill, and she talks about the great continuing education opportunities for professionals, amateurs, and, yes, fans. But before we get to today's tip, let's hear from today's sponsor, EQ Ready Records. Coach Jen here with Amanda Eckelberg of EQ Ready Records, Equine Records Management Service. Now, that's a mouthful. And Amanda, I'm sure we have many listeners out there wondering if this service is right for them. So tell us what sorts of horse people are taking advantage of this really neat new service that you offer. Well, the first group of horse people that really, really benefit from this service are the breeders. Um, this service will keep track of all of the mares, breeding records, palpation records, um, embryo transfers, all of those kinds of things. It keeps pedigree so you can be able to track, you know, babies to mares and stallions. And also, we also have an area for the stallion owners as well to be able to keep track of their stallion's performance and how many mares they breed per year and et cetera, et cetera. So the breeders really find it helpful in helping them organize and keep things together at home without relying so much on the breeding farm where maybe they stand their stallion or where they send their mare off to get bred if it's not on site there at their house. Excuse me, another group of people, horse owners, that really find this beneficial are the professional riders or the trainers. Um, They are able to allow their clients access to their horse's information without actually having to talk on the phone with them all the time. Um, A lot of uh, horse owners, you know, are concerned about what's going on at the training barn if their horses are receiving the proper vaccinations or getting their feet done at the proper time. This way, the owner can actually just log into their own EQ Ready Records account, view that information without having to track down the trainer down, and that way the trainer can focus on his main job, which is training your horse. And also, the people that travel, whether you travel with your horse or just travel without your horse. It really works good as an insurance policy in that EQ Ready Records goes where you go. If you're traveling with your horse, we all know that if there's a problem, it's not going to be at 2 o'clock in the afternoon close to home when everybody's available. It's going to be more like 2 o'clock in the morning when nobody's available and the emergency vet is really needing to access those health records. And this way you can just pull it up on your smartphone or if your emergency vet has a laptop, which a lot of them do. He can just access it right there and get all the information. Or, you know, if you have a house sitter that comes and takes care of your horse while you're away, say you're in Bali on a cruise ship and you can't be reached, this way your horse sitter can 
access that information when they need it without trying to track you down, no matter where you may be in the world. Well, that's fantastic. Training barns, breeders, and folks who travel, that pretty much covers everybody. Thanks so much, Amanda. We appreciate you stopping by. Thank you. And now, enjoy today's tip. Well, thank you for joining us. Now, it sounds like today you're going to talk to us about continuing education. And I think what we thought about what would be really fun for our listeners was kind of talking a little bit more on what continuing education might mean for the professional, what it might mean for the dressage enthusiast, and what it might mean for the amateur rider. So can you tell us a little bit more about what continuing education programs are available for professionals that are in the industry? Super. There's um, a number of really great programs right now that are available, especially through uh, the USDF. One of them that is directly for instructors, you know, to become better instructors is the USDF Instructors Certification. It's such a great program because it feels to me like it's turning out students, I mean, uh, professionals who will teach with a very methodical process. So if you go to a trainer who is USDF certified, you know that you're getting your training based on the process that is um, that the USDF is excited to present to everybody. So that's kind of the best thing when it comes to being an instructor in continuing your education. First of all, doing the program and then participating in the instructor's forums that happen, uh, you know, throughout the, the country after that happens. Another thing that I'm doing that I'm really excited about is Jane Savoy is having an, um, a new uh, teaching of her methods of, of training. And I'm so excited about that because I have been a student of hers for um, quite a while, and her method is so reliable. It's very easy to understand. It's very methodical. And she's going to start doing this um, instructor's certifying type, uh, you know, seminar type thing where people get trained to teach like she does. So I think that's another really great way for an instructor to get um, some good help. Heidi, this is great. And and I was just, you know, wondering, as I am a certified instructor, and, it, and it's a very, very difficult exam to pass. You certainly have several different uh, methods and, and different workshops that you take. But as a professional, don't you feel like it's also really important to take clinics for yourself and lessons for yourself? I think we get bogged down in, in our students, but don't actually take time to do that. How do you feel about uh, clinics and lessons yourself? Oh, my gosh, clinics and, and lessons. You know, I take regular lessons myself as a trainer, and sometimes when I'll tell um, a new student uh, that I'm off to a lesson myself, they look at me a little bit like, you know, maybe I don't know enough about what's going on, and it just makes me smile because what really that means is that not only do I can I help you with where you are, but it's important to me to not only continue my own education and, and become a better writer myself, but even have a stronger grasp about what it is that I'm teaching. And, you know, I have to say that in um, regular lessons, you know, I, I come back so fresh and so excited about what I'm doing. Um, and then if I go to clinics, which I love to participate in clinics, because I get some outside information from people who 
um, you know, don't generally see what I'm doing, they have a little review of my training process, and then they can give me some real good pointers about, you know, ways that I would enhance that. And then, again, when I come back to teach my students, if I have some new idea that I've gained from the clinic, then I can modify that for their level and take it so that they're actually getting benefit from that clinic itself. It, it really makes such a spark in the farm when it comes to training and stuff. Um, just that absolute participation in different clinics with people, you know, different people around the country that we have to ride with. Now, Heidi, do you recommend the same clinics and seminars to your students as well? All of my students um, do come to, we do have a, like a, you know, a planning session in the beginning of the year. We look at the different clinics that are available and we make a determination based on that what, and based on that and their budget, what, where we're going to direct them. Um, I feel like if I have, I do a lot with junior riders as well as adult amateur riders, and I feel like there are some clinicians who may be more um, suited for one, you know, juniors or adult amateurs. I also feel like there's different clinics or different um, students have different needs that maybe a different type of clinician could offer. So when we're planning, making their plans, we're basing that on um, their own individual needs and what, you know, how I feel like that clinician can help. The other thing that's important is that when I go to clinics, I don't necessarily bring my students to the same clinics that I participate in because, you know, there's so many, I, I like to keep my um, clinics sort of catered to their ability. And so I try not to put them in with a trainer who might do too much, um, more advanced stuff for them. And I try to, so I try to find clinicians who are um, going to be, you know, who are used to teaching the riders of their level and their ability. Does that make sense? No, I think that's a really good good thing because um, I think Heidi, when you, when as an instructor, I think it's important, um, you know, to look at your clinics and and get someone that thinks similarly similarly to the way that you think because um, I think it can be confusing sometimes for for people with clinics. So I think that's a really good way to kind of pick and choose um, what type of clinics that you want to take. I think that's a great way to do it. Absolutely, I can't say enough about the importance of the trainer. Um, that's, you know, when I send my students to, to clinics, I will always try to go with them. I try to know before my student even signs up for it, how this particular trainer teaches. Um, if I don't know, then I might specify that to the, to the rider and I might make an effort to get out to see this trainer teach at some point. Um, and then the other part that I think is so important after the clinic is to get together again, maybe on our next lesson, and review kind of what they went away from the clinic feeling um, and what I went away from the clinic feeling for them. Because it's that review, I think, that takes the process of the things that they started to learn in the clinic or maybe have you know, how many times have we sent a rider to a clinic and they come back and they say, oh, my gosh, this rider to this clinician told me this incredible thing um, that maybe as a trainer I'd said to them a hundred times. But because the clinician brings a new set of vocabulary, a new way of introducing concepts, all that, they, um, they actually got the, the message. I find that 
we can have the same thing also where a, a rider might come away hearing the clinician saying something one way and actually knowing because I was there watching that the clinician meant it in a different way. So we can, we can kind of, um, feel out what we, what we saw and what we learned at the clinic and then kind of, uh, customize it to this particular student, which is kind of a good thing. Well, thank you, Heidi. Great advice and a little something for everyone. You can tune into the Dressage Radio Show at dressageradio.com every week for your fix of dressage news, personalities, headlines, and training tips. To learn more about or to join the New England Dressage Association, just go to neda.org. They're a great resource for information on clinics, show results, and networking among your dressage enthusiast friends. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. And in this case, they provide a fantastic service. Today's sponsor has been EQ Ready Records, records management services for busy horse people. Let them do the paperwork for you. Check them out today at eqreadyrecords.com. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zoom and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zoom, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. 